0: Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. This is Judy Dixon, and the session is entitled "I Hate Typing on Slippery Glass." And you know, I think I think we all do. Um, but let me let's do a, a tiny bit of housekeeping first. Uh, Brian's asked me to mention to you. I'm going to still move this microphone just a little more, to mention to you that if you would please leave your tickets on the table, they will be collected at the end of the session. Okay. I am absolutely happy for this session to be a conversation, so I don't want to just talk to you for an hour and a half. I'd like for you to do some talking as well, and... If you would like to speak, I don't know that we have a microphone runner, but if you would like to speak, speak your name, I will recognize you and then I can repeat your question because I very likely can hear it from here. Okay, should we try that and see if that works? So, what this session is about, it is loosely based on a book that I wrote last year. Ju- I'm sorry, I thought I said that. I'm Judy Dixon. <laughs> Judy, yeah, I'm Judy Dixon. Still am. Checked. Oh, Yes, I write books related to the iPhone. I actually wrote a book about something else once. Um, <laughs> but, label it. La- label it. Label it was my first one. 19- I do this as a volunteer, and I want to make that really clear, guys. So when I tell you about my books, I'm not promoting sales of my books from which I am going to get money. I get two copies of the book for free when I write books, and that's my—I mean, I—that's my arrangement with National Brown Press. I write them as a volunteer. So, each volume. Yep. <laughs> ha ha! Oh, that was good. That was very good. So uh, this book, the last year's book, was called Writing Your Way. I think that's what it was called, yeah. Writing Your Way, Composing and Editing with an iPhone or iPad. And it's a two-volume Braille book from National Braille Press. It's available also in Word, in DAISY, in other BRF... Electronic form, that kind of stuff, and I think it's twenty dollars, and it has. It's really a reference book more than instructional, um, but it does have a lot in it about everything about writing using an iPhone. And I started the book with the idea: there's got to be a better way, and there are. There are a lot of ways, and which one of those is better? depends a great deal on you and what works for you, whether you like memorizing a lot of commands, whether you are like more precise, touching, whatever works. It's, but I'm gonna talk about six ways to input text using the device itself. And I'm gonna talk about five ways to input text using external devices. Um, I would like for people to have a chance to have hands on with a couple of the things that I have with me. But we will figure out how to do that when, when we get to that part. So we're going to start by talking about the six ways to input text from the device itself. If anybody knows of a seventh, I'm all ears. So um, when we get done with the six, you can tell me if you know of another one, and we'll decide if it's really different or not. So we'll first talk about the obvious one, the on-screen keyboard. This is the one that a lot of us use a lot. Um, There are even ways to make the on-screen keyboard easier to use. One of the most obvious ways, for me at least, is to use touch typing. Uh, The default is not touch typing. You have to turn it on when you get a new iPhone. And touch typing means that when you're on the iPhone's keyboard, you run your finger around the keyboard, the keys speak, and you lift your finger when you get to the one you want. Now that's not the default. The default means you either need to split tap which means you hold your finger on the key and then tap somewhere else if you're coordinated, (laughs) (laughs) or that you double tap the key if you're also coordinated. And I find both of those methods quite difficult. I hope everyone in this room who is a totally blind iPhone user is using touch typing. If you're not, I won't embarrass you by asking if you... Haven't done this, but if you haven't and you do use the keyboard a lot just out of necessity, then I urge you, I, I, I beseech you to try touch typing because I would can only imagine that it would be much easier for you.
1: Can I add one sure. So-
0: That's right you don't have, that's that is true and there are actually times and I uh, Alan, that was Alan who said that you don't actually have to double tap physically where the key is. you do double tap but you double tap anywhere on the screen as long as the key has focus. But if you're running your finger around, when you lift your finger, You've, you, you can often change the focus. So you have to flick to the key. And I do talk about this in the book because even touch typing people have to use that method when they want to get alternative characters. Somebody's having a phone conversation? If you could, we could all just stop and listen. You'll be there soon. Okay. okay. So there are times even when people who use touch typing still have to flick to a key if you want to tap and hold that key, because that's how you get accented characters and alternative characters. And I describe this in detail. In my book, I have a typing exercise called, you have to type creme brulee. And... Uh, How do we get those weird characters? Well, there's actually ways to do it. Um, One of the things to be really careful about when you are typing on the keyboard on the phone is make sure you've only got one finger dragging around the screen. One of the biggest mistakes that people make when I work with people trying to help them use their phones is they've got all four fingers hanging out there. So remember to wrap all the other ones up and only use one. That sounds pretty obvious, but a lot of people don't do it. And if you're confused, um, this has actually gotten a lot better with later versions of voiceover. It used to be quite hard to tell N from M, but it's gotten easier. But if you are confused, just hold your finger for a second, and it'll speak the phonetic Mike or November, and you'll know which one it is. Um, my husband's kind of hearing impaired, and he has a lot of trouble with the keys. So we turned his phonetics so that as he moves his finger around this key- keyboard, it actually speaks the phonetic. You can, you can set it so that if you don't like hearing just letters, but you'd rather hear Sierra, Delta, Foxtrot as you move your finger around, you can set it so it does that. And, and it, it, it might be helpful. There are keyboard shortcuts, text replacements. If you find yourself typing, I type NLS a lot for obvious reasons, and uh, I have mine uh, type uh, it, when I type NLS, it goes and it does National Library Service with mine. physically hit I'm going to I'm going to have to change that. I forgot about that. Hmm. Okay. Is that is that in effect creating a macro? It kind of is. That's a that's a. Way to think of it—it's—it just—they call it, you know—it's text expansion is probably a more common term used in word processors. Another, one more thing I want to say about using the on-screen keyboard is—you um, might think it's kind of wimpy, but I actually did use this for a long time, and that's speed dots. You know, speed dots—those physical overlays that you can put on your iPhone screen that has dots, and I use the really wimpy one. They have two versions, they have standard and advanced. The advanced one only has a dot for the F and J, and the standard one has a dot everywhere except the F and J, and then a few other dots sprinkled around the screen for just helpful other apps, and the five on the number pad, and the send on the ma- in the mail app, and all. I loved them. They were great. I don't have one on my current iPhone, but I really thought they were helpful. So that's another way if you find that you're having to do a lot of typing with the on-screen keyboard. AT Guys sells them and you can also buy them from speeddots.com. Okay, that's number one. Number two, flick type. How many know about flick type? Yay. Ooh, not so many. All right. It's free with Flicktype used to be called Flexi. it's It's actually a a new offshoot of the old Flexi app. and it's actually quite cool it it <clears throat> the really cool part is they actually have an Apple watch app too. so and you can actually like if you want to send a text message and and it's quiet and you don't want people hearing what you're doing, you can actually type a text message with with uh, flick type on your watch but you type at the spot let me see if I can demonstrate flick type years. to you yeah. let's Sunday, try this
2: where are we
3: Sunday July 7th wallet Home.
2: Now,
0: now we at least know what day it is
3: TV stocks news
0: reminders notes weather notes okay I'm going to try to get the Text microphone field. down to the speaker R, so you- point between Space. Did I need At
3: to know this? Position. Use the rope, click type, G, G, space, delete G, delete R, beg- 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 beginning of document.
0: Yes. Okay, I type, delete, you, type of you type where you think the letter is. And it's not clicking, so, but I did it. Cap R.
3: period, this.
0: I typed T H I S. And then flicked, did a long swipe to the right. That's how you do a space. So I'm going to try to type this as a test. Of, period. It's not of, period.
3: Delete off, comma, question mark, comma, period. Sm- delete smiling face. This. Oh, go away. And then you
0: just do a bunch of flicks to the left and start over. This. This. A. Test. It works. D, D, and then you type test, one more time.
2: Period, it
0: does period. And you say, no, I don't want a period. I want a comma, because I want to type more in this sentence. You flick down once. Comma. comma. It's very fast, and the learning curve is um, quite low, I, I think. it's. I mean, if it's you kind of get it or you don't, but, but the learning curve is low. It has a, a bunch of different Options, you can have a subscription for 99 cents a month or 11.99 It's free, the kind of basic flick type, and you can type in the app and then and then send it off to a message or send it off to mail is free. But if you want to use the actual keyboard with other apps, then that's what you have to pay for. And that's 99 cents a month or $11.99 mm-hmm. a year um, for a keyboard that you can use from any app. And it is very, very cool. And you, you can go to www.flicktype.com, F-L-I-C-K-T-Y-P-E. Yes, Brian.
1: You hear that I've got a question. I heard, I heard, I heard you, you breathe. breathe. So, so my, my quick question is this. When you think of, quote, touching where you think the letter is, do you, as you, at least I did in the past, think of this as having a hash sign on... And an overlay over your key, standard keyboard, so you touch the appropriate quadrant where that letter would be?
0: I think you have to do it a little more than a quadrant. You probably do it in more like, think about maybe three rows, and I'd say six columns, something like that. You don't have to get as exact as however many columns there really are. But, um, but I think... I,
1: I touch roughly where a T would be. You take slight,
0: touch, a little bit to the left of the middle and kind of near the top of that keyboard. Right,
1: right. And if it's not the T I touch that doesn't matter
3: because it's in the or it's, it's going to do word prediction. But
0: Sunday the other morning,
2: thing
0: let's oh a stupid phone.
3: Oh, on Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Time's out. Time
3: to exit, period.
0: Okay, yeah, let's try another word. And after you do a period and flick, it, it automatically puts in a space. You don't have to do that yourself. But let's try a word that is very likely to get wrong. Like, I'm going to try deck.
3: Fact.
0: Okay, it, did, it didn't F-O-L-G-C-T. get deck.
3: K-C-T.
0: It got fact. So if I flick down,
3: sexy, sexy. Oh. defy,
0: defy. Drag. drag, that,
3: that,
0: deaf. Have. Fast, fast. It's not even going to get so deck.
3: Drag that. Delete that. Delete, delete, delete the beginning of the beginning. So I can try deck
0: again. DECK. This is up. So you can. But you, the more you type, the more you, I'm typing one word, so it has no clue what I want. And it's much smarter when you're typing a sentence, and you get further into the sentence, and it, it gets a pretty good idea what you're what you're about. Type a
3: sentence like digital humanities. De-
0: yep. Yes, it is. That's a, that's a great. I love it.
3: Deck. Yeah, it just
0: did deck. B. C.
3: K. Period.
0: Deck. Okay. This. No, this, hold I on just a second. Page is a, page. I'm going to type the word sentence. Page. That. That. Capital B. It's a typewriter, a QWERTY keyboard. And you touch your finger in the spot where you think the letter is. I mean, you don't know where the letter is, actually, you can figure it out. I can run my finger, I'm running my finger around the keyboard right now.
3: A. Capital
0: And I lifted it, so you can, you can type in words. If you know you're going to type a proper name that it doesn't know, you can, you can input those in, in, the, in the traditional way.
3: Six updates available. That's right.
0: Anyway, it's very cool. So let's um, let's talk about Braille screen input. Sorry, www.flicktype.com. You can. Yes, yeah, yeah, you can go to the App Store and get it. But if you want instructions, and there's a lot of helpful information and or so forth locked. on States the... Sorry, I'm trying to find another phone here. Um, <laughs> I'm just switching phones. I have an iPhone 7 and an iPhone XS up here. So, and I was using the 7. But the problem is I had not used Flick Type very much on that phone, so it's not very smart.
2: Seven, eight, five, four,
0: so I've decided with braille screen input. Five.
2: Four. Seven, oh stop it. Seven. I have used some. I'm
0: sitting here trying to duplicate what you're doing, and I I looked under
2: general
0: accessibility, which I thought
2: was reasonable. To find what?
0: No, it's an app. You have to download the app first. It's not just a keyboard that you. Not, it's, not in settings. it's not in settings. It's in the App Store. Emergency
3: Delete. 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 Zero. Passcode field.
2: Seven. Zero. Eight. Now,
0: everybody, talk among yourselves so while I enter my passcode. <laughs>
3: Because I have,
2: because
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have now typed it wrong so many times, my phone's mad at me. <laughs> Why do these things happen when you're doing a demo?
2: always. I know.
0: <laughs> okay, we got my phone unlocked. <laughs> so Braille screen input. Uh, Number three, Braille screen input is a way that you can type uncontracted or contracted Braille with five fingers, and I'll explain that one in a minute, on the surface of your iPhone and have it come out in uncontracted print. And it's very cool. I have 600 and some odd apps on my phone. And I do not want to go digging for some app that I stored back in wherever, some back of beyond page or some directory. And one of the things you can do with Braille screen input is when you're looking for an app, you can, from your home screen, you can just, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look for apps that start with O.
2: Braille screen input. Orientation lot,
3: Landscape. Well, actually, let me explain all that
0: first. Oh, I know what's going on. I don't have this plugged into the speaker. We'll stop it. I have a small jam box here. I apologize for all the rumbling.
3: There.
0: 633 apps. That's how many phones I have. think
2: controls only work. Oh, stop to it. The audio. <laughs> One password. Oh, no, 14 apps. Swipe right with two fingers to launch. I heard it say a choice that began with the letter O. 633. 14. I'm
0: just trying to get the microphone closer to the speaker. That's no. all. But, oh, Ryder.
2: This is Deborah. So how do you Hey, have 30,
3: 633
0: apps? Yes, you do. You have to put it. You have to start by putting it in Braille screen input, and Braille screen input is not on your rotor by default. You have to go into settings. General, Accessibility, VoiceOver, Rotor, and add Braille screen input to your Rotor. So, but you can do that. I, I wasn't aware that you could do that from the home screen. You can't, well, it's already, once, now, it's already on my Rotor. So, I, yes, you can go into Braille screen input from your home screen. All you can do from, with Braille screen input from your home screen is look for apps on your phone. You're not writing anything, but you you can use. It's so cool to look to search for an app on your phone.
3: Okay, sorry. Um,
0: So to to get to activate Braille screen input, if you don't if you have never used it before, you go to General Accessibility. Settings, of course. Sorry. General, accessibility, voiceover, rotor. And that's where you go to add anything to your rotor. You'll have a whole bunch of stuff. And you make sure Braille screen input is selected. So you can use it to write text. I was just going to show you about searching for an app. apps. Oh. oh o, so I typed O. I and there's... 14 apps, and the first one was oh 06.
2: O-Rider.
0: O-P-M alert. O-P-M alert. O-P-M O-P-M I can OPM alert. I can flick down, and it tells me all the O apps. Or if I know it's really O-N, N- I can type N-, N-, N. And now it says I have two, one two only two apps. One note. OneNote. Swipe right, with two to Swipe right with two fingers to launch. And if I swiped right, I would get into OneNote. And that would open it. So it's a very quick and fast. Oh, go away. Cellular data is turned off. <laughs> I, is turned I don't have Wi Fi on here. Um, so it's a quick way to open apps, especially for people who have tons of apps on there.
3: Uh, a here. Sure. Is the, is the app
0: I have it on my phone i've tried to use it it's it seems reasonably accessible it's very complicated and evernote it was a digression but he has to evernote was accessible and I have tried to use it and I can I think it's fairly accessible but super complicated learning curve is I, I tend to dismiss some apps when the learning curve is just too much um Spotlight search is different um, with Braille screen input. I rotored once to the right. I, when, I, when I set up my rotor, I put Braille screen input at the top of the rotor item so that I always just rotor once. The VoiceOver used to actually do it this way, but they stopped. Um, but, so now I just rotor once to the right, and it says Braille screen input. Right, so it's it.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm going to see if you can hear it better if I... Un-
3: Landscape, portrait.
0: I'm going to see if you can hear my phone better if I don't use the speaker because I can actually hold it closer to the...
3: screen input. Orientation locked. Landscape... Home button to the right, tabletop mode, six dot, contractions off.
0: (laughs) No, That told you a lot of things. And because Braille screen input, you can use flat. They call it tabletop mode. And that way, you put your fingers on it like you would on a Perkins keyboard. Or you can use it in something called screen away mode, where you face the screen away from you and you wrap your fingers around the ends of the screen and try to type that way. it's kind of cool. It, it I don't find it as reliable, and I've kind of tended not to use it so much anymore. But um, And you can lock all the orientation stuff once you get it set like you want with three-finger swipe up. Um, there's about a six-page description of all this in my writing book, but um, it's you can also use it to just type notes. 5. So we're going to search for the Notes app. I have to set it. I have to set it.
3: App, 633 apps. Dot positions calibrated. N, O, T, E, two apps. Noted, notes.
0: Notes and noted. So I'm going to swipe right with two, so right with two fingers.
3: Notes. notes, back button.
0: So now I'm in notes, new note. and I'm going to do new note.
3: Note, text field, is editing. Character mode, insertion point at start.
0: And now I'm going to do rotor. rail screen, rail screen input.
3: input. Orientation locked. Landscape, home button to the right. Come on microphone, Tabletop you can get down. Contracted. down dot positions calibrated dot x t h. th this i s this a a d b e, m o demo o f of b r l braille s c r b e n screen i n p u t period input so portrait
2: july 7th 2000 checklist off button c you.
3: Note: This is a demo of braille screen input. So
0: it's quite fast and efficient if you're a fast and efficient braille input person. Oh, oh thank you for reminding me about that. Um, the iPhone only does five simultaneous touches. This is a, a bit of braille screen input minutia, but if you're going to get into it. You might as well get into the gory details. Um, if, you type, if, you put to, if you want to type an FOR sign, you have to type either something like an AND or a Y, anything like that, and then lift any, any single finger and put the other finger that you didn't do the first place down and then lift the whole thing and it'll say FOR. Does that eventually yes, it does it does become intuitive i truly do. i use braille screen input a lot and i mean all my text messages a lot of email i use braille screen input if it's if it's less than you know less than a page of typing that's what i would use and and, and it's really very fast and very nice now is
2: that, you know, are you doing that with the with the long, si- the yes.
0: long yes. side yes yes you have to d- braille screen <laughs> input is always done landscape Now, on an iPad, you can do it landscape or portrait. But on an iPhone, you have to do it landscape. iPad, actually, is a fair bit different. So um, there's a lot of detail in my book about how to do it with iPad and iPhone. So
1: this is Steve from Hartford,
0: Connecticut. Yeah. Yes, yes. It is very similar to that. There is an app, and actually it's number four here on my list. There is an app called M Braille that is kind of like FlickType in that it's something you buy from the app store. They have a free version and a paid version. Uh, once you uh, install it, you can flick to that keyboard and type Braille. It has a lot more features. It has ways to send what you typed into different apps to the calendar and to the mail and to the this and the that and it's it's a, it's pretty it's pretty cool um, but it is it's nine ninety five full keyboard version is thirty nine ninety nine and there's a version with some some features for for nine ninety nine um, it's it's just if you're like a total Braille person, then uh, M-Braille is a more a more feature rich, uh, but I have it and I still use Braille screen input because <laughs> because of the rotor and and that's really the reason why because because I can get to the Braille screen input so fast with the rotor. Yes. I do. I do keep my uh, phone locked in portrait mode, but Braille Screen Input just takes care of that automatically. It just does it. You don't. You don't have to tell it. Um, you don't have to take your phone out of portrait and all that. It just does it.
1: Okay. Thank you. The, this app that you were just discussing is also subject to the five touch, five finger yes. scenario. Yes.
0: Yeah, because that's a limitation of iPhones. Right. Understood. Yeah. Hi Nikki. I was wondering does
2: it care whether um the braille touch version does it care which way which way it's facing like where the
0: button is? It does, but you can get it like you want it. Um if you if it, once you're if you like having I'm I'm left uh, well, I like Using my phone in my left hand and typing with my right hand. So, when I, and Braille screen input, you have to use two hands, but I just don't like flipping it around. I want the home button to be the right. Well, it defaults to the home button to the left. But if you flick it toward you and then flip it back, it'll say home button to the left. And then you lock the orientation. If you do a three-finger swipe up, it will lock everything you've set. You can turn contractions on and off. You can set which direction the home button is. You can set all these things at tabletop mode versus screen away mode. And once you get it just like you like it, you f- do your three-finger swipe up, it locks the whole thing, and then it, it never tries to change. Gene Johnson,
2: Nashville, yes. what's the difference between tabletop
0: mode and screen away? Tabletop mode, you type like you're typing on a Perkins keyboard. And screen away mode, you hold your iPhone um, between your palms, or whatever that part of your hand is between your palm and your fingers, I don't know what I don't know what that's called. Um, anyway, and I held it like with my little fingers under my phone and my thumbs behind it, and so then you've got your three fingers on each end of the phone, and you can type with your three fingers on each end. And if for some odd reason you want some, you want your index finger to do dot one, and your ring finger, t- and your your ring finger to do. No, sorry. If you want your ring finger to do dot one and your index finger to do dot three, you can even set that. I have never figured out why anybody would want that, but I'm sure somebody would ask. And enough people did that Apple put it in as a feature. Um, A single finger to the right, just a flick right. You can space, you can put in new lines, blank lines or, you know, new paragraph, whatever. Um, there's there's a whole one of the appendices in the writing book is has all the all the characters. And because I've had students who had this issue on the entire anyway, is there a way that you can set it for one-handed program? I don't think so. I I don't I don't think so. There are there are one-handed keyboards on the iPhone, but I don't really I mean it moves it over like a millimeter. I can't I don't frankly see how it helps much, but supposedly it does. We'll talk about the rings. If you're talking about a tap? Yeah, yeah I'll talk, uh, we're gonna get to that. I have them here if somebody wants to see it. Um, okay, we're. St- how are we doing on time here? I'm... Ooh. Okay, we get till 5.30, we're okay. Hand uh, Number five is handwriting. Now handwriting is similar to Braille screen input. Um, you have to, you actually use the whole screen and trace the letters. And if print is your thing and you want to write in print and you know how to do this it, To me, it seems you have to, it's on the rotor, it's not on the rotor by default, so you have to do the same thing you did to get braille screen input to work, except it's called handwriting. And you turn it on. And in this case, if you want to learn how to do it, there's a very cool free app called Do It Right. All one word D O I T W R I T E. And it's games. And it'll say a letter, and then you better write it right, or it it it, it makes this ee- noise. If you didn't do it right, it it you bomb. It's fun, and I can't get the A that it wants. I don't know what small letter A I've written more A's than I can shake sticks at, and I can't. I I can get its capital letters, but I can't get its small letters. But I'm not a. I've never been a writer, so. Uh, but it's a, you know, I, I, I think if somebody is comfortable writing print, it, it, is, it works in all the same ways. The other ways you can use Braille Screen Input, by the way, you can, like if you're in Safari and you want an H to go to the next heading, you can flip into Braille Screen Input and type an H and you can use it to navigate safari you can use it for a lot of things um you know throughout throughout the iphone not just inputting text and it's the same thing with handwriting you can use it for all those same things I have a I'm Debbie, yes i do not know i don't know if the, if the writing that handwriting um, the iPhone uses is similar to the Palm, Palm had its own kind of I, I suspect not, but I don't know. I'm just
2: curious yeah.
1: One of the things that I've done with this is in the same way that Judy uh, used the Braille keyboard to find a particular app by just putting in that first letter, I do the same thing with handwriting. So, if I'm looking for something that starts with the letter S... Just another oh, another thing, you,
0: another thing you can do with Braille screen input and handwriting is input your uh, code. Your,
1: you can draw it.
0: You can draw it. And you can make it drawable. I mean, you can select your code by how drawable the digits are. It's very cool.
1: One of the difficulties with it is... Think, think of a capital T, right? Looks like a cross, or a lowercase t looks like a cross. You get to take your hand off to do the cross symbol, right? You can't keep your finger constantly in touch with the screen to do that. And it's, it
0: seems
1: illogical, but it requires that you do the up-down stroke first and the left-right stroke second
0: Yes, it has pickinesses about what it wants you to do first and what it wants you to do second. And that's what's fun about the Do It Right app is it will actually tell you how it, how it wants letters done. Okay, and the sixth one we won't spend a lot of time on because I'm sure everybody knows about it is dictation. Yeah, everybody does dictation. And in, in, in the book, there's an appendix with all the things you can say and all the uh, punctuation, it is amazing. There's actually a lot more than I ever thought. There's there's literally dozens of things you can say to get it to do things and so forth. And and like you know, what if you want the a letter in the middle of a word capped and things like that? You can actually do that stuff. So, we'll talk about the five external things, devices. Um, the first one, of course, is a Bluetooth keyboard. And I I tried an experiment a couple of months ago, and I, went, I wanted to see if I could live for a week with only my iPhone and not a laptop. And I survived. Um, I didn't run down to the nearest... Uh, you know, computer store and buy myself a laptop. <laughs> Although I did think about doing that. Uh, but I did, I, I was able to do mail and I was able to write down notes that I wanted to write down and all that stuff. The thing I personally had the most trouble with was Safari. I, I just wasn't able to have the web experience that I'm used to having in Firefox or Chrome or something like that. And it was very enlightening to me. And I had a Bluetooth keyboard. Now, if I hadn't had a Bluetooth keyboard, it would have been a very different experience. But I did have a Bluetooth keyboard, so I was able to write long emails and all that kind of stuff. But when I was working on the writing book, one of the things that I learned is there are many, many, many different kinds of Bluetooth keyboards, and they are not the same. Many of them don't have all the keys that you might want. The voiceover shortcuts that work on a Bluetooth keyboard don't always work on some Bluetooth keyboards. And I tested so many Bluetooth keyboards and ended up not liking most of them uh, that it was very, very frustrating. And I ended up... um, my. Favorite Bluetooth keyboard is the Apple Magic keyboard because it has all the keys that you need and everything behaves like it's supposed to. I also have a really nice folding Bluetooth keyboard that I finally had. I'd Apple been. Magic I'd been um, I don't know if that's what comes with IMAX. It's a, it's, a it's, a, it's a small Bluetooth keyboard. They actually have it in two versions, they have it with and without a number pad. Um, but it's a real thin keyboard. I do, except that they didn't, you had to go through all that nonsense with the function keys. And, and it doesn't have an escape. Oh, and the, the keyboard I really hated was the smart keyboard with my iPad. I mean, there's loads of stuff it won't do. And I it, it just I was amazed how in, in my book I actually have a list of the things, the limitations of the smart keyboard, iPad smart keyboard. The smart folding keyboard that I personally like is called an iClever. Um, I actually have it here if if uh if anybody wants to have a look at it. What's nice about it is it it folds in threes, but it takes its Half out of the middle, and then the the other two the two quarters on each end fold in, so it doesn't try to fold up when you're typing on your lap. And I, no, it's a different one. I haven't. They they AT guys have a new folding keyboard, and I have not seen it. I I I I heard that they do, and I have not I have not seen it, so I actually don't know. yeah this one does that too um, which is which is nice hmm? yeah um, so number two thing thing to input text with from external devices is a braille display and lots of Braille displays have um, keyboards, and you can really do amazing things if you uh learn all of the ins and outs of inputting with a braille display keyboard. You can do control and alt and, and this and that. And the coolest thing is starting in, this is a, a very well-kept secret, starting with iOS 12, in the settings, in voiceover settings, in braille, for each braille display, there's something called braille commands. And there are 11 different categories, like navigation, and voiceover, and system, and all kinds of stuff. I list all 111 different possible things you can redefine. And you can set your, for example, Word Wrap. You could turn Word Wrap on and off with a, with a, with a Braille display command, because you can define it. And if you have more than one Braille display, you can define, you define it by per Braille display. It's a very cool feature, and it's there, and it's really, really, really powerful because you can do, you can set things for your Real Display to do that that had it had not been possible. Yes. Um, you can do one of two things. You can go to your manufacturer of your Braille display. They should be able to give you a list of your, the specific keys of your Braille display and what they're going to do in iOS. But at, on the Apple Accessibility website, there is a generic list And that generic list is 95% accurate for 95% of the time with 95% of the displays. There are some manufacturers. um, Freedom uh, the little 14, Focus 14, has a key that actually can do a two-finger double tap. Well, hmm? Focus, yeah. Focus 14 has a key that can do a two-finger double tap. Well, that's atypical um, on Braille, most Braille displays. Now, with the Braille commands thing, you can define that for yourself, but but as the out-of-the-box experience, you generally don't get that. So a few manufacturers have added a few extra, I hope I'm answering the question you asked. Yeah. Oh, good, <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I realized I wasn't sure. Um, but that's, that's the answer, and um, but you know, Google it. You'll find a list.
1: Judy, we all know that you own more Braille displays. It's embarrassing, than, isn't it? God, okay. <laughs> it just it actually.
0: I keep buying them on eBay. I just can't help it. You can't help it. So,
1: <laughs> so you used a wide variety of them in this way. If you were making a recommendation. Oh, oh, oh I
0: couldn't do that. I won't go there, Brian. Sorry. <laughs> I'm happy to tell you what I personally like and don't like about a Braille display, but I'm not going. I'm not going uh, uh-huh. <laughs> to. Sorry. Won't do it. I see the
1: extent of your-
0: won't do it. <laughs> um, I real. I okay. That's. I'll, that's fair. I'll. I'll do that. I'll do that. I really like um, the hymns, but see, it depends on what I'm going to do. Um, if I'm using Braille on Bard Mobile, I love to use my my hymns um, Braille Edge 40. It it just it, the keys are in the right places, and it's like a comfortable pair of old shoes. It's a great. It's kind of big, and but I find that Braille Display just really comfortable for just reading and reading and reading and reading and reading and reading. And reading. If I'm carrying a Braille Display around to use with my iPhone. You know I mean a little focus 14 is quite cute and very functional and does a great job um, it pairs really nicely with iPhones um, if if I'm gonna you know it just depends on what I'm gonna do I kind of have a lot of uh, old brilliance and Braille connects and I love those but they're not even made anymore so we don't have to worry about that um, but I did I just bought a Braille connect 40 on eBay for eighty five dollars and it's perfect so and uh, so I, I, it's, they're great. Okay, let's. So I, I have to, I'm sorry. Sorry, Steve from it's President. okay. I
3: just, I, this is kind of a funny question, but you wouldn't answer the question of which one would you recommend to the
2: group, but what if someone <laughs> asked
0: you? Well, I, 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 I would be happy yeah, to sorry. have a conversation about what do you want to do with it. Um, because it really does. I mean, there's you know there's 80 character braille displays that you know you can use as a baseball bat or you can <laughs> you know but but they're really great with Excel or or I mean it it, it kind of depends on what you're going to do with it yeah. and and what your needs are and what you you know do you think you'll primarily use it with your iPhone I mean braille displays go from 12 to 80 characters. And uh, actually, if you really care, you can go to Europe and get a modular one that can go up to 160. So, um, you know, it, it, when, you're, when you're getting a Braille display, you've got to think about things like, do, do I need to connect it with, via USB? Do I need to use it with a computer, with a phone, standalone? Do I want it to have a note-taking? do I want it to be just a dumb Braille? isn't there some session this week talking about i think i saw Doesn't it on the program a week, session a talking BRL about session. yeah there's a brl session this week talking about you know the difference between just a braille display a, th- a thing that you have to connect to something else to even to do anything or a note taker that has and the, and frankly it, that's a spectrum there are there are note takers that have a zillion features, and they can do everything, and they can, they can do Alexa, and they can do all kinds of stuff. Or there's note-takers that can just take notes. And so it, you know, if you want features, you can have features. And there's, there's um, note-takers with lots of them, or if you want just a simple and so on. And, and then it depends on, do you like the feel of the dots? I mean, you know, get your hands on one. And, and touch that braille, and and find out, do you like the field? I personally don't like thumb keys. I injured my right arm years ago, and I find it very uncomfortable to use my right thumb and push in. Now, that's me personally. Thumb keys are cool. People love thumb keys. But but so everybody has their, their issues about, and you have to think about your own self and your, your own characteristics and likes and dislikes and, and what kind of, how do the keys feel to you? Are they squishy? Are they, every time you press down on them, are you going to get annoyed because this thing, you can't tell if it actually did it or not? Or does it have a nice hard, you know, clunk and do and you like that? So I mean, it's like, you know, my favorite keyboard. There's thousands of keyboards out there and some people like, I like a keyboard that really clicks, but, you know, some people like, that thing makes noise. Why do you use that? And so it, it's it's a tough one, but Sure. Uh, there, are, there are ways to get around the need. You can, you can either blink the cell, the six-dot cell, to show that's where the cursor is or you can make it solid so you have to that's how a braille display did it years and years ago so you have to actually move the cursor away from where it is to see what the character I'm not aware of a braille display that, that where there is not a mechanism to input eight dot braille even the even the braille me that looks like it only has six keys has a way to in, input 8.braille in yeah. perhaps yeah I, I I guess we're talking about the braille me and and i um, yeah <laughs> that's that, you're right. it is a problem we, yeah uh, National braille press is, you no, no it's
2: it's,
0: on yeah. it's not available on BARD. They are. They do. It's called, it's called Writing Your Way, and uh, it's at the National Braille Press. Do we have some more hardware? Yes. Um, let me go through a couple of other hardware devices for people who, who really hate typing and don't want a big keyboard. One is called the Revo, R-I-V-O. And some of you may have heard of or seen the Revo um, years ago, they've come out now with a Revo 2. And the Revo 2 has audio. It can, it can, it's a credit card-sized keyboard with 20 keys, four rows of five keys. And it, it, it can, um, you can enter text with it. You can you navigate it. The learning curve is steep. It is steep. It's, it, there's a lot of commands, but if you used it every day, you can get really good at it. But it's not, I mean, I, I might use it every few weeks, and I pick it up, and I'm like, how do I use this thing? You know? But the coolest thing it can do is it, you can turn it so that it's portrait. I mean, most of the things you do with it, you, you do landscape. And I have one here if anybody wants hands-on but um just to see what it feels like but i but i if you what you you can turn it portrait it has a speaker at one end and a microphone at the other and you can put it in phone mode and enter all the touch tones with keys <laughs> and that is my favorite thing to do with it if if i'm going to use something like a radio reading service on the phone or What's that called? Newsline. Something like that with the phone. it's With the iPhone, it's such a pain in the neck to get those numbers. And uh, the, I, the, that's my favorite thing to do with a Revo. Um, it's made in Korea by a company called Mobiance. And the website actually, I think, is Revo. Yeah, it's m e M-E. But the company is Mobians, and it's sold by LSNS, and I think it's two hundred and ninety-nine dollars. It's not cheap, um, but for the person who wants lots of functionality and and wants to spend a lot of time learning how to use it, it it would it it could it it could actually be very very cool because it does work and it does do all the things that that they say it does. Um, another device is the TAP, um, and this is a T-A-P, TAP. Um, this is a device, it comes in a case that kind of looks like a hard sunglasses case. Um, and it's a little smaller than the sunglasses case, but that's the, that's the form factor. And it is a set of rings for all five of your fingers. And you thread these rings, the, the thumb ring is the larger, it has a larger lump on it. And the other four rings have lumps. I have it here too, which, so if my description isn't doing it for you. Then. Um, and you, you put this thing on your hand and you tap different combination of fingers. There's and to enter text. So the thumb is A, and the index finger is E, and the middle finger is I, and the I keep having trouble with it. Uh, ring finger's O, and little finger's U, and then two fingers is L, and four fingers is. And But you can also, it also has a voiceover mode, and the company is very, very aware of blind people. And they, there is a very accessible app that teaches it to you with games and things. It's actually quite fun, and so learning it is not too. Again, it's another one of these things. If you used it every day, it would be grand. Um, but it, 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 um, and you can leave it on your hand. I've, I've actually had it on my hand for a whole day just to see how I would do with it, and it's, it's not uncomfortable and it's not even annoying. And it, it. Um, but it does have a voiceover mode, so you can use it for voiceover navigation, as well, which is really kind of fun if your phone's across the room and suddenly you just want to do something, and you know it works. It works pretty well. But it has, uh, you know, it it has a it has a following. I mean, they're, they're, This is a mainstream device. The, the Revo is a is a blindness device, but this the Tap is a mainstream device. It's case is something you can charge it's, it's it um and then when you put it back in its case, it charges it you know some number of times, but then you charge the case oh yeah you can you can tap anywhere you can tap on your head, you can tap on your leg you can you can't tap in the air. No, no, you don't you just type t- combinations of your fingers. And so
2: you don't actually type on the keyboard screen. There's
0: there's a they're in their advertising they have a picture of a a girl and a guy laying on the beach and the girl has her arm across the guy and she's tapping on his back. You know, I, I wonder who she's sending a text message to, you know. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> How expensive. It's 149 they have it on sale all the time. They just had a 4th of July sale that was like 25% off or something. I wonder if you can get a 5 finger discount. <laughs> oh, that's good. There are three apps, Tap Manager, Tap Genius, and Tap Aloud. And the Tap Aloud one is, is specifically for, um, but Tap Manager has voiceover uh, commands, Tap aloud is a fully accessible learning app. The app for it, the website, sorry, for it is www.tapwithus.com. T a p w i t h u s dot com. It only goes on one hand, and this is a conversation they've been exhibiting at CSUN for a couple of years, and I keep having a conversation with them about Braille input, and um, it would seem I. Josh Mealy at the Smith Kettlewell developed a set of Braille gloves, and these were gloves. I mean, this is a Smith Kettlewell thing, so it's not a product. It was just an, a concept, but it was the coolest thing. You put these two gloves on your on your hands, and then you can type Braille anywhere, and you can type really fast, and it all goes into your iPhone. And I mean, I wish somebody would make this as a mainstream product. I, wouldn't, they could make rings, so I keep telling tap. But you'd have to type, you know, one half the cell and the other half the cell if you were going to have it on one hand. And so, why don't you make three fingers for two hands? Well, we don't know if there's a market, and and you know, it'd be really expensive and all that. But anyway, so I keep talking to them about ways because it, it just seems like such a natural for Braille, but they haven't done anything about that yet. And. The sixth device, fifth, where, what number are we up to here? Oh, TAP was four. Um, five is a product called O6. Um, it was kind of popular a year or two ago. It's, I think it might be fading now. It's a tiny little circle that um, can be used mostly for navigation. It's not so much for inputting text but it's a um it's www.06app.com uh AT guys sells it and uh it's a, a main it's a mainstream product but it actually has an 06 in braille on the side of it which I don't quite know why um but you can you can uh, use it to to do email and it's it's uh you know it, you navigate mostly. That's really the best way so to put it's
1: it. Like a,
0: like a D-pad kind of an effect? It's a circle. No, you you, you rotate it. You rotate the circle. And, and uh, Brian, I'll hand it to you. You can describe it. You can click the circle. You can click the... Hold on. No, there's, there's the... Okay. Um, here it is. It's actually on its little charging thing. Let me get it off that. There you go. So it's a circle. You, you rotate the circle. You can click in the middle. You can click the ring between the outer ring and the, and the inner part. Yes. Okay.
1: So imagine um,
0: an inch and a half in diameter.
1: Right. So just imagine it uh, looks like a couple of silver dollars uh, stacked one on top of the other in terms of size. And the top of the s- stacked silver dollars turns like a knob. And, it r- and, and it it's clicks. a ratcheted note. Yeah, it clicks. Right? Right. And, and if you're
0: in VoiceOver, every time you turn it, it goes to a diff- you know, flicks to a different thing, whatever you're flicking. And then
1: there's a push button in the middle? Yes. And then there's the push button in the middle to, to do that. It's intended for you to be able, I think, to try to hold it in one hand and you know, twist it and just use your thumb to tap what you land on. So it's kind of like yes. a uh, mouse.
0: You can, you can act, yes it is kind it's of like that. a handheld mouse. It is kind of like that. You can activate it things. Oh,
1: oh and the circle itself.
0: Yeah, the tips middle tips
1: in the four di- in directions as well. Yep. And clicks. Yes. So the middle So that's called way. the O6.
0: Yeah.
2: You for
0: that. Yeah, O6 um, hold on. The letter O, O6app.com. Letter O, digit six, APP.com. How much is it It was ninety yeah. uh, 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 seven, nine. Nine,
2: nine,
0: yeah. You think it's gone up? Uh, yeah. uh, Not sure. JJ would know. So that's the end of what I have. If anybody, is there any more questions? I thought the 6 thing was number 5 O6 was five. There were five hardware things and six... <laughs> <laughs> I tried to come up with six, but if anybody has any uh, suggestions for a sixth one, I don't like this, this asymmetry. No. Yeah. Revo dot me m e r i v o dot m e. Yes. Thank you. Thanks very much. If anybody wants to see, there's no code for this section, right?
1: There is not a
0: code. There there is not a code for this session. A lady has a question. Do you want to come up here? That'd probably be the easiest. Can I see the rings? Uh, rings, here you go. They're in the case. Can we turn this microphone off? Huh? I, I, I'm trying to turn the microphone off. <laughs> Muscle memory is a great thing. So they're
1: strung together.
0: Yeah, you just take them out of there. You put the, right. the big one on your thumb.
1: I gotcha. You.
0: you string all the rest of them, you, they go right up your fingers. To, you're yep. supposed to wear them like you would wear a ring. A
1: signet ring, yeah. Right, with kind
0: the lumps that. on on top. Yep. And you can adjust the strings between them
1: to make them tighter or looser. That's
0: right. It can become quite comfortable. Mm.
1: I think I could oh, yeah. be
0: comfortable
1: it, with that. It, it, These are adjustable. Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: and as I said, I I wore it. I wore it a whole day one time just to see how it would be. It was fine. And the apps for learning it are great. I mean, it's a learning curve, but the apps are pretty good.
1: I'm just going to show you how I found my thumb. Is that
0: that's right? The right no, they option? say line it up with your fingernail. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And then there's a button on that. That's how you turn it on. Gotcha. And it vibrates.
1: That I would. I dream of this kind of a thing, you the, a bar- the you- glove like you were talking about, yeah. but better, it's better oh. than a glove.
0: Do you want to borrow this for a while?
1: Yeah, when, when we're all done with everything, that, I would um, really love to. I think
0: we're all done with everything. If you want to use that, the apps, there are three apps, oh. Tap Genius, Tap, oh, you have to register. Uh, have, we'll have to deal with that. Okay. But you're welcome to borrow it for a while because I, be I don't use it very much.
1: What What did you find it fun to do?
0: Um, just learn it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, if you're a code person. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it looks like? It apparently looks cool. Hello.
2: Hello. Hello. Hello.
0: Yes. Hi
2: there. Hi. First of all, I'd like to say I really appreciate your coming. Sure. And, uh, I am, well, I've had an iPhone 8 Plus for a year and a half, but I haven't learned much. Um, Where are you from? Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville, okay. I have, um, I use Siri a lot.
1: Jeff Bishop, are you in the room?
2: And if, if I can do it with Siri, I do it. -hmm. If I can't do it with Siri, (laughs) I don't do it. And I tell people if you want to talk to me on my cell phone, you know, best thing is to just call me on my home phone. But if you don't want to call me on my home phone, text me.
0: I think answering the phone and making phone calls is one of the hardest things to do with an iPhone. It's true. Um, I, I mean, I do it with, I, you know, I dial the phone, but I also do it. But you can put, to make calls, one of the easiest ways to do it is to do, do the favorites, to put... put People in your favorites who you call often.
2: Yeah. And, I and go there. And just say, you know, call so Charlie. They,
1: right. No,
2: no.
0: Yeah, you so can do that. Which
2: number yeah. for Charlie? Right, and,
0: and you can say call Charlie yeah. mobile, uh-huh. and even yeah, even yeah, shorten the conversation. Exactly.
2: But I tell people to text me, say call me.
0: Do you me do you learn do you learn from books or do you learn from people? Best.
1: Generally,
0: there's there's a very good book. From National Braille Press called "Getting Started with the iPhone," okay. and it's a great book. They have it in braille. They have. Are you a braille reader? Oh
2: yes. Oh. I have it braille oh, reader. they have it. They have it in
0: hard copy braille, and it's a fabulous book. And it will really, really give you what you need to get going. I am scared to
2: death of voiceover because the first time I used it. <laughs> oh no. The first time I used it, it turned off soon. Know how and why. But, uh, you know, stuff involved. happens
0: when you first start using something. It yeah. Nothing counts until you've used it at least. Mm-hmm.